It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's what's up? Welcome into episode number four of twelve. Four of twelve of jobbing out. Four of twelve. Four of twelve. The tournament at all? Yeah, it really does. There are four of the games are happening now. No, it's it's Colorado State is four of twelve at layups today. F them! I hate yeah. them so much. They've blown a massive lead. I want to get missed another one, by the way. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So they're four of thirteen. Actually, he shot twice, so they're four of fourteen. He said layups. Yeah, layups. That was a layup, was it not? Nah, uh, whatever. Touched the rim. The, the... Well, that doesn't mean anything. Hi, uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. We're gonna do a short show this week because uh, basketball is happening, and that's um. That's the reason. That's the end of that story. I don't need to say much more than that. That's the reason. Uh, don't forget, this weekend, uh, AJ's back in town. MCW Pro Wrestling in Parkville. You're going to want to be there. The reunion of the artist formerly known as Hit Row. And probably one of the very few times they'll all be together, all four of them, since we know Swerve is now part of AEW. So you're going to want to be there. Go to mcwprowrestling.com to get your tickets for Saturday night, 7.30 at the Tall Cedars in Parkville. Um, I think there's only a few tickets that are left at this point, so I would get on that right now. Um, Let's get into it. I don't know where you guys want to start. I do think we should start with just how awkward this is getting with WWE and the Cody Rhodes situation because (laughs) it's, it's getting really awkward. Like, it's getting... So abundantly awkward. I I have to assume it's still happening. I'm trying to convince myself. I don't know if you guys noticed because uh, I certainly have never watched the Go Big Show on uh, whichever Turner Network it is Your that favorite I favorite show. I have never. TBS, I've, I think. I swear. It, yes, it is TBS. That's one the one because it, it comes on right after AEW. And I happen to notice in a promo this week that they said that this was the season finale. So there was some weird part of me that said. Is that maybe influencing the timeline here that, like, while he was still on the, the Go Big show, he couldn't appear on WWE and they needed to get through this because, boy, it couldn't be more butt awkward <laughs> that they built an entire show in Jacksonville around Seth Rollins and WrestleMania and then nothing. <laughs> nothing. Either that or they literally are going to take us all the way up to WrestleMania well, and have him show up there. Uh, and I almost wonder if that's the, if they there's so much they think there's so much buzz around it that people are watching to see that they want to drag this out to see if people will keep watching that, just to see when Cody's Cuz the ratings debut. were way up on Monday. That's fine, but that only makes sense if you don't have him. <laughs> like if you've got him at some point it's got to pay off or people are going to stop. Like they I say that. Well, the there's ratings. only two more weeks, so will they stop? Right, right. right. Fine. <laughs> Drag it all the way out. I don't know if you've noticed, they're not selling a lot of tickets for WrestleMania either. It seems uh, like yeah, they're... Th- and that would be the one thing that you would point out and be like, wait a sec. 
Don't you want people to go? Yeah. And like that that sort of seems to complicate things. Not that I think that Cody Rhodes is selling you, you know, 40,000 tickets for WrestleMania, but he might sell 3. He might, and as I've talked about, like given the utter lack of significant men's matches on the card right now, I'd throw everything in the kitchen sink at it in hopes of him selling you some tickets because, my God, what is it that people are supposed to be buying tickets to at this point? It's insanity. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I still have to work. I cannot believe they would keep going this far without a path for Seth Rollins if they didn't have Cody Rhodes lined up. Like, I just, I, I don't know, man. It's is there, still, is there it's any chance they want him to make, like, they want this to be, not quite what Cena did with Undertaker because they're, they'll they'll announce that Rollins definitely has a match against the mystery opponent and it you know that's when Cody arrives. I think that's stupid, but is there any chance that's where they're going? I mean, maybe. Like, and, and, they, and they and they think they're teasing it like C, like uh, AEW TCM Punk, where they just keep saying every word. That <laughs> nightmare, you know, <laughs> yeah, crossroads. Right. I mean, to to, to me. I finally came to I, I finally came to the conclusion, I think, Monday, that they believe he's coming. Because I don't think they would keep saying that stuff. Like I, I think they did it a few weeks ago and then we were like, oh, we heard about the talks fizzling out or whatever. But if I don't know if you keep doing this if they're not convinced that they've got him. Or they know they've got him. Or well, you don't. Whatever. You don't do this if you know you if if you don't think you have him, you put Seth on a different path right now. Yes. Right. And I, so, by the way, yes. I thought they were doing that. They had they Seth Rollins doing the Fallon show this week without a match to announce at WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> what? I mean, he didn't do anything, but I, he, he was still say. on the show and got a bunch yeah. of of Twitter, you know, uh, stuff sure. out of it, which is all the Fallon show is. So like, you're stopped right. a leprechaun you're, or whatever. Yeah, you're you're certainly not there for a heart, uh, a, a, a a tremendous interview. Like that's not the point of going on the Fallon program. Um, you're you're there to get Twitter to talk about you, and they did. They got Twitter to share this stupid video of Seth Rollins, but there's no sell behind it. It's it, it literally, if I, if I remember correctly, uh, Jimmy Fallon set it up by saying, "And WWE's really kicking butt right now." <laughs> oh yeah, that was the that was the most awkward part. I was like, "Well, are I mean, they?" I mean, uh, in, in fairness, everything about Jim, the Jimmy Fallon hour is <laughs> is kind of that. Like, there's no there there when it comes to the Jimmy Fallon program. Um, but like, they they just had nothing to promote. Like, they didn't, they couldn't capitalize and say. Before he takes on Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, all they could say was just WWE. Yeah, <laughs> like it was so bad. What are we doing? This makes no sense, and you have nothing to sell. I, I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful of the fact that obviously there are two unbelievable women's matches on the Saturday card for WrestleMania, and it, and so when I say nothing, that's unfair, right? Um, I- but you don't really send out Seth Rollins to promote those matches. Correct. Like, there needs to be something. And this is where all of their decision-making has gone to hell. This is where aligning the belts has gone to hell. If you just had any championship match, <laughs> anything at all at this point, to sell on Raw, you'd be helpful. Um, and, and But you don't. Like, there's just nothing there. It, it, there are so many problems that have all kind of came crashing down at once, which is why we're in the situation that we're in. And we're still trying to sell 
the literally they're making the the raw wrestlemania main event a talk show <laughs> like they they've just bagged out and stopped trying and maybe it's because you know it's like what we said the reports were they don't they only want to sell like 5000 tickets to NXT so they're not all that concerned about it maybe they don't give a crap about the ticket thing in da- it it sounds bizarre like, i mean that makes no sense why would like, you be running the, a building the NXT like that thing i can say whatever yeah, I mean, because we can caring about WrestleMania attendance. We can we can come up with the argument that we made, which was, hey, you got the building anyway, so you might as well just go ahead and use it. Like, who cares if if you sell a boatload of tickets? I don't know. I I still don't think that makes sense. And when you have the opportunity to sell more, um, and then we conflate that with, but that still doesn't explain why are you running the biggest stadium in the world if you don't want it to be full? Like, why are you Twice. running it? it? You could just run any. You could pick the or you did WrestleMania at the Orlando Football Stadium. You could fill that easily. You ran the biggest building in the world. Like what? I don't know, man. It's I don't know. it's it's all well. And the other thing is, like, they're the matches they do have. They're mudding up. Oh, like it's, it's so they, it's they, so they, they have the Balor uh, Damian Priest match, and they're asking Austin Theory to the mix when he has another match I, at WrestleMania. Yep. Yep. Like, sure. What it's, is going on there? Yep. These are all things. These are all things that are occurring. Um, all of these are very logical things that make a great deal of sense. And I, I, you know, again, inevitably, we can say these are all the things that were going to happen when you got rid of as much talent as they did, and just decided to go all in on Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns without a backup plan. And like, I get it, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is a big deal, but. I mean, imagine if Brock Lesnar had hurt his neck in the lead up to WrestleMania, right? Like, um, they would literally have nothing, nothing. It's, I don't like dumping on WWE. I don't like dumping on either one of these companies. I've said that a million times, but my God, like this is, this is as bad as I've ever fathomed it being ahead of WrestleMania in terms of just simply having so little to put out there to say, this is why you should be excited about this event. And it would be one thing, you know, I agree with you that part of it is because of the the reduced roster, because they're trying to stretch out two days with a reduced roster, which, you know, we can talk about whatever. Um, But it's like the matches they do have there, you know, what, what is RK bro? Why are we two weeks out? And we don't know exactly what RK bro is doing. We know they're defending the titles. It could be against three profits. It's it's going to be a cluster F match. Like what, what, how is that better than just doing the Randy Orton riddle match? That would be a big effing deal. Like would would matter would be a relevant match to put on your card. How could it possibly be better to just be doing a tag team cluster F? You know, you, you look at the, the other tag team, the Usos facing, the the great tag team of uh, we love Nakamura and Boogs, but yeah, why are they getting a WrestleMania title shot over well, the other be- tag teams? Because so they we... can do the entrance. That's the only reason. Well, and but, because they do that literally anything, they have to have lots of random matches to stretch across right. two hours. And 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 the point, and we'll get the Big E obviously in a second. But like my my defense of the New Day thing was that the Usos versus the New Day is a WrestleMania main event caliber match, but you're not doing it. <laughs> Right. And and the the bummer about that is even after Biggie, you still could do it. Like you could still do that, but they're just not. I, I'm I'm befuddled, man. I I don't know that I've ever been more befuddled. This is this is an event for the sake of having an event. I mean, that, that's that, and nothing more than that. There is nothing about this. And I, I again, Cody Seth is something as long as you get it. But 
are, are you getting it? And why you can't just say to Stone Cold Steve Austin, dude, what is the number to get you to call? He's on the Rich Eisen show talking about how it's, it's going to be a, an effing you know, physical fight and he's going to take bumps. You're going to take bumps, but you're not willing to just call it a goddamn match to make all of this so <laughs> less awkward for everyone? It's painful watching the television show of them all trying to pretend like it's such a big deal to host a talk show. This is the thing that Kevin Owens has been waiting for, to host a talk show at WrestleMania. It's so painful. To, and they're fighting over the right to host a talk show? You can't go to the dude and say, look, man, what's the? just tell me what the number is so we can call the thing a stupid match and get it over with. Like, what is going on here? I... I I keep using the file fe- the fire festival comparison, and I'll keep coming back to it. Every layer of this comes off as like a scam that that they're just hoping that nobody else is in on. This this does not feel like a WrestleMania in any way. No, like if you put this, you know, if this was one of those six hour shows, you put them all together, maybe you can make the case. Okay, there's enough star power, but when you're splitting it in half, in particular, you know there is. As of now, uh, assuming Edge versus AJ, there's like two matches on each day that I care about. Right. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good at all. Not remotely good. All right. I, I don't know what else there is to say. We can move on to Big E. Um, it sucks. It just sucks, yeah. It just sucks. And and I'm in a, a tough spot because I know everybody's everybody's jumping on Ridge Holland. And don't get me wrong. I, I've, I've never seen it in Ridge Holland. I've never understood what the, what the there there is. No, but this could happen to anybody. And that's the point. Like, it's it's difficult for me. I, I know it's been pointed out that, you know, there was the Gargano thing before. And, it, and at some point, you do have to sit down and say, you know, hey, can this guy really do it or not? Um, clearly, Ridge Holland had no intent to break Biggie's neck. No. Um, you know, there are questions about whether or not you should be having... Two weeks before WrestleMania, what is the point of having Ridge Holland attempt to do something like this outside the ring to sell a match that's not even... It, it's a throwaway match. And we haven't even gotten to the, the bigger problem in the match yet. Like, it, it's not even a match anybody cares about that you're trying to do. What What is... there? There is relevant conversation to be had about all of that that... I'm not going to be dismissive of. At the end of it, it's still more of a this just sucks than it is I am mad at anyone in particular. I'm with you. Um, I, I think it's, you know, it sucks. Obviously an accident. When we can have that kind of, we, I don't think we should have that conversation. We're not the right guys to have that conversation on breaking down whether Ridge Holland is an unsafe worker or whatever. And, and I don't think it really matters. Um, I, I disagree that it doesn't really matter. It does matter. Well, and no, that it does matters. matter, but like as far as to this pod, for this podcast, and, and, for the, you know, and, like, and what we're I would, not the guys to really you say that, that and, and I think that there's two different conversations. There's one about whether or not someone is a safe worker versus if you have multiple incidents with someone, does it matter whether or not that they're a safe worker, right? Like at what point do you do you have to step in and say, dude, we we think you nail everything else, but this. This shouldn't be happening like this. You know, I, I do right. think those conversations are relevant. To your point that are we the most qualified people to discuss them? No, of course not. But to say that those – I can't dismiss that conversation either. Sure. Right. Well, well it, is, it, it is, though, convenient that – and I know there was the Gargano thing, right? But, like, 
he's also a really big guy throwing you know what i mean like when you have big guys throwing people around like samoa joe ended tyson kid's career nobody cares about that well to, to you know but but part of that is because that was really the one time that we can point that to that the only time samoa joe's ever hurt somebody i find that kind of hard to believe just because of the nature of like listen the nature of what they do is extremely dangerous right and like i think that the internet conveniently wants to bang on ridge holland and nia jackson People that they don't well, like or that they don't think are cool or for whatever reason, but the, any anyone else that does this, it's never an issue. It's well, I do. I, something. Well, but I I do think that is where you know again going if we're going to have this conversation, you know, Nia Jax took three different women women out of pay per view matches in the course of fifteen months. That Becky one was the third in like a fifteen month stretch where she literally injured them to the point where they couldn't compete on pay per views. So they're like they're again, if we're going to have this, is this a pattern? Should we be doing this? Yeah, Nia Jax did it. Like, as far as we know, Samoa Joe, in a 15-month strand span, never took multiple people out of high-profile matches. And you can say there's some dumb luck involved with that, right? That, sure. Like, you know, you can, you can point that out, but it's not irrelevant. The other part of it that I think that matters, Brandon, from a fan's perspective, and this is where the two things are separated, right? Like, what WWE is considering is far different than the fan's opinion, but... You can't diminish the fact that if a fan if a fan of a product doesn't see any reason why Ridge Holland matters, then they're they're definitely going to be more inclined to say if the guy is not really offering me anything that I want to tune in for to begin with and he's now injured multiple guys, what the f am I supposed to like about this? Right. And and that's not irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like again, from a fan's perspective, it's not the decision that WWE can make is going to make, but I get where fans would would think that way and just say what what is it that I'm supposed to care about with Ridge Holland when he's largely been a nothing as a performer and then you combine that now with multiple I, I'm not gonna like that guy I'm inclined to not like him and what am I supposed to say back to that and plus he's associated with the butch thing so that's not gonna yeah, yeah I mean either. that's a yeah it's a different it's a different element of the problem but I know I just mean there's like so many things adjacent to Ridge Holland that make fans not like him. You know what I mean? But, like, but, uh, here's what I'll really go back to. It, this comes off as, again, one person who's obsessed with Ridge Holland. Like, this comes, everything about this, re, the, why wouldn't you be doing the New Day and the Usos? Because Vince McMahon is hell-bent on looking at Ridge Holland and saying, that's got to be a thing. So we got to do something to make that a thing, because look at it, it has to be a thing. And so we'll force this thing that nobody asked for, this New Day versus them guys match in order the newsies yeah the newsies exactly right they're off to santa fe we'll do the new day and the newsies and it'll be a thing because the entire point of it is i think ridge holland is important and matters because look at him ridge holland should be important and matter and it it kind of comes back to the entirety of the problem which is uh, does any of us seen any reason why ridge holland is important or matters nope no so so what are we doing? What are we doing? And I don't like to be that guy that just says it's always Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon is always the problem, but for F's sake, like what what is this? And and what it is now, they they literally just ah that guy is uh he's he's uh he's not from America, so he can be on that team too. And we'll call him but, I mean like every layer of it is but, just By the way, they made it they also I mean, like, I don't know how you make it worse, but they kind of did where they, like, pretended, like, you know, so they, 
you know, they loved the whole ricochet breaking his nose thing that they were like leaning into for a while. And then they weren't. And now he's wearing the brace again. Like that, no, that's a weird bit too. I, I mean, there, there's so many weird bits. He wasn't like, wearing the nose guard. His thing name is for Butch. Like a month. It's a weird bit. Yeah. Look, yeah. man. And then, and then, and then you've got the, this Butch thing. That Look, I, and it's weirder because it sort of felt like they were trying to buy themselves an out. Like, well, you've heard him be called something else, but his friends call him Butch. Like, as if they were trying to say, <laughs> let's see if this works, and if it doesn't, maybe we can go back. Like, and, and, hey, if that's the case, I give them credit for that part because no, everybody else is like changed beyond return. Usually, I, I don't know, dude. Like it, it's so bad. But it's why just so bad. Call him Butch. It, who knows? It, did it? Did it? Someone else say something? Did Pat McAfee say something on commentary? Uh, somebody. They say like, for Pete's sake or something. Oh, it, that, that definitely sounds like a the back of thing to say. Yeah. There <laughs> was something. There was something where, yeah, I don't know. Just, just call him his name. Why do we have to keep doing this? WrestleMania I mean, fever, baby. The, the, the set, the 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 kind of sad thing in. Well, there's lots of sad things, but like. It's actually made them. If Big E can get to WrestleMania, it actually creates a great WrestleMania moment of him being out there. Yeah, I mean, um, sure. And, and they, by the way, they should not acknowledge anything until he walks out. Like he should just walk out. If if they if, if he's going to compete, no, 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 no not, not, compete. not compete. No, I'm, I'm saying he's going to just be there, show just show up, up. Oh, right. right? Just yeah. allow the crowd to pop. Like they're, for... they're going, you know, they'll they'll have the tag match. New Day will win, and as they're celebrating, Big E will walk down the ramp. Or whatever. Or, or or Biggie walks out and causes a distraction that allows them to win. Whatever. Which, yeah. You know, I, no, I, there's no chance he's competing. No, no. I thought they said no surgery. Yeah. That doesn't mean he can compete in two oh, weeks. Okay, yeah. To to, to 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 and I, I mean it, to be, it would be reckless. I mean it would be utterly reckless for them to allow someone with a broken neck to compete that quickly. Now again. That's a bigger. That, that's a conversation we definitely are not qualified to have. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but whatever, yes, Big E appearing at WrestleMania certainly can be a moment. There's no doubt about that. All right. Um, what else from WWE? I can't, I mean, anything that matters. Uh, I do like how they have, uh, Balor win, just have Damian Priest get a non-title rematch. I mean, like, the next what week and win. in the world? Like, what in all hell? <sighs> I, I got nothing else to say about it. It's a thing that occurred. And that's about the end of that. Anything else we need to cover from WWE? I don't think so, honestly. Okay. I no, I I don't I mean honestly, I think that you're about right like about that, that. By the way, we're two weeks out from Mania and this is what we're coming up with as far as Bro, the this play. is this is why I keep saying it feels fire festivalian. It the, everything everything about this WrestleMania feels like if I didn't I don't. I, I've done everything in my power to not be this guy that just like, you know, hates on WWE at all times, and you know, I, 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 every company has problems, but this comes off like it's a bit, like, hey, we're telling you that WrestleMania is coming up, but we are not prepared to have a WrestleMania. We can't do it. We are putting you in FEMA pods because we're just trying to. We're gonna call it WrestleMania, and we're gonna pretend like it's like WrestleMania, but it sure as f ain't WrestleMania, and. Like we've we've complained at times with like you know 
hitting around this time. It's like, okay, well, everything's set. They're just kind of cru- in cruise control to me. Like, that's not even it this time. No, there's nothing like, there. These shows don't matter, and we still don't have a WrestleMania. The, you know what I really felt, and because we can allow this to, to get into our conversation about Scott Hall. I, I really felt on Monday night, like, they would be a... And maybe the maybe the fact that the ratings are fine will say that I'm wrong about this, but I'm like, there's so little happening, they might as well have just done a Scott Hall tribute show. Like, they might as well have just had everyone. By the way, I gotta be honest with you, I was... My mind was blown both by Raw and by AEW, considering how much they've tried to lean into Turner over the years, that how little there was related to Scott Hall on both shows. Um... This is a story that, like, really got a lot of mainstream attention. And for neither company to to do all that much with it, like, I'm not trying to say that you should use someone's death to benefit your company, but, like, you're professional wrestling. If people care about something related to professional wrestling, they're tuning into you. Um I get the WWE did their video, and they always do a very nice job on their video packages. I'm not trying to say they don't, but like, I was stunned that we didn't get more wrestlers coming out with toothpicks and saying "Hey yo" and things along those lines on it's all not like shows. Kevin Owens do it, right? And that's well, it. They, they had one. That, that was the point. He thinks it should be you know every segment. Yeah, been NXT nod. NXT had MSK do it, and and Britt Baker did a thing on AEW. Right. And, they, they and, all had like one little thing. Like they chose one person to do it, and that was it. Well, no, but there were some T-shirts and stuff too. There's like NWO T-shirts. Somebody was that was MSK. It. Oh, right. But yeah. Britt Baker had her gear. That's it. Did, but didn't somebody on AEW say? It didn't even come up until like Shivani brought it up in the in the match. Oh right, right. Like it, I was, I, I'm not. I, I had to walk fine line here because it sounds like I'm saying they should have taken, they should have exploited, it, exploited yeah. his death, and I very much don't believe they should have exploited it. But one, I would say Scott Hall is relevant enough that he deserves more than that within your programming. And it sure as f ain't like you have so much. Like you can make a better argument that AEW had a lot going on. I guess you know, like that they had a relevant main event for sure. I, I would say they probably had more room in the show to do more. I would definitely say WWE had more room to do things in their show. I was really blown away by how little, given how significant Scott Hall's story was, mainstream this week. I was stunned. By how little they 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 talked about it, they brought it up, they had their performers play into it during the course of the week. Yeah, you can almost forgive it, almost forgive it for Raw just because it, it happened Monday morning. Well, Maybe yeah, Damien but... Priest did the walk too. Remember they had him do the. Well, yeah, well, he, had, a... he used to always do the walk. Yeah, but he pointed at the sign that the fan yeah. had. Said, right. But what I add in is like it's not he had been we had known before Monday night. That it, right. it didn't, so, Sunday we knew what was going on. There was plenty, oh, yeah, of, time plenty of time for WWE right. to think about what they should be doing in relation to Scott Hall. Um, I can't really give them that much of a pass for that. Um, but they also have not really done that when anyone's died. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't really think of the last time something like that if, was done. If you want to say it's it's been a while, sure, I'll agree with I that. Mean, when I say a while, like 
10 10 15 years yeah maybe you know like it's 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 I definitely mean, even when dusty Rhodes died it took him a while to do the tournament it's like that was the day he died or whatever you know yeah i, I and i am trying to think as far as you know obviously they have when it's a current when, a current wrestler. for sure yes it always it is always far different when it's a current wrestler yeah no, and i'm just no I'm, I'm going maybe they feel so burned by that chris benoit show they did <laughs> that i mean that's that's really that's really amazing that that happened that they I mean, did I, an entire episode. I I hear you. Someone and I then found you. that out. But nobody's like nobody's saying you don't do like nobody's saying do the Chris Benoit show again. All I'm it's saying is like, of course, why just, not have literally every wrestler come out or all the bad guys or whatever come out with toothpicks? Like, I, it's such right. a small thing that you could do that doesn't interrupt what it is that you're doing on your show plays into the fact that obviously a great number of people in the world are thinking about Scott Hall and Scott Hall was your guy. And even in AEW standpoint, he was a Turner guy and you've tried to make us seem like a big deal. The Turner thing has been fascinating for AEW over the years and they could have just as well done the same thing. How easy would it have been for someone to say, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, yeah. it just blew me away. It blew me away how little there was of it, given how significant the story had been and, and, and who Scott Hall is. Like, that's the, that's the other part of it. Like, Scott Hall deserves that. This is Scott freaking Hall that we're talking about, man. I... 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 It comes off more like once we've planned things, we're not doing anything different. That's just the way. Sorry, we're just not. That's, well, that's obviously that's, the way WWE works. I right? mean, well, no, no, no. I mean, we know that they tear up the script a half hour before right. the show. So why, so, so why couldn't they tear up the script? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so weird, dude. It's so weird. All right, let's talk about Scott Hall. Um, I meant to pull. Damn it! Oh, damn it, Aaron! Why didn't you remind me to pull oh, the clip? Yeah, you Son of a bitch! Yeah. Oh. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Aaron. God, no, I don't know why I'm playing the song again. Um, let me see if I can find it. Look, man, Scott Hall is everything everybody said about him this week. Scott Hall made it cool to be, I mean, it, it, w- w- that you know the best line from the video was the Big Show's line about being cool. You know what I mean? Like, that, that it's just the guy reeked of it. He reeked of cool. And it's what made him so captivating and such an, a compelling figure. We know um, as a human he battled his demons and it was wonderful to see him come out on the other side. I thought it was one of the, you know, the neat stories of the last 10 years in professional wrestling was Scott Hall overcoming what we thought was going to kill him you know, so much. When was the, when was the, the Tyson Tomko video? Aaron? Like, when was that thing where he could... I mean, he could barely move. How long ago was that? It was a while at this point. Was it like twelve uh, years ago, fourteen years ago? It's something. I mean, was it was it that long ago? Heading to rehab was two thousand eleven. Okay, so yeah, it would have been right before then. I mean, like it's 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 been an incredible thing to see him overcome that, and I think it's part of what makes this particularly sad is that it's someone who did so much to overcome their demons and still to die at a relatively young age. It's just, you know, it's, it's atrocious. It's, it's, it's unthinkably awful. But God damn it, Scott Hall was so cool. Yeah, I mean, whenever we talk about the NWO, it's like obviously Hogan was the centerpiece and, and could argue, you know, arguably be the most important piece. You know, Kevin Nash became champion and, and Scott Hall for a number of reasons was always kind of the third in the pecking order. But at the same time, you could make a case that 
the reason the NWO took off the way it do- did was because of Scott Hall, because he was so cool, because he would always, you know, the hey, yo, like that was the defining thing of the NWO for a long time. It's what everybody reacted to. Didn't matter what Hogan would ramble on about afterwards or anything else. Mike, you say that you end with one more for the bad guys or one more for the good guys, whichever one he wanted to say on that night. And, uh, like that was the NWO and it's as much as anything, why people responded to it and, and, you know, can go back to Razor Ramon, go on. And it was always something where it didn't matter, you know, yeah, he battled his demons. Yeah. There was a, a lot of things and, you know, WCW at times did unspeakable things, you know, yeah. he did a drunk gimmick at one point, but I actually, you know, I remember I, I went to a WCW house show while he was doing the drunk gimmick. He comes out to Ready or Not by the Fugees. He struts out with a beer, and it's it's god-awful match, and it's a god-awful gimmick. But him strutting out to the Fugees was the damn coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, mean, I, I don't even remember that. It sounds like the coolest thing in the history of ever. I, well, it was it was only on house shows. He like he and the uh, Nash oftentimes I, I, use that song. I just I, I've never. And I saw I saw the video of like an ECW. Entrance. ECW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. I mean, we're not even talking about Razor Ramon, by the way, which was right. right. So good. I mean, like when I think of watching wrestling at that time, like that was the most imitated guy. Like that's the guy that we all did the toothpick. We all did the the voice. And I I think I said something on Twitter. Like I remember the first time that there was a video game that he was on and they had the music and I would. I would just like put the little selector on on his face so that I could hear his music and turn it up and we'd walk around and do the you know the razor entrance the what was I don't even know what you would call it but that like thing he would do in the ring uh with his oh, the, the, the like the fist from the yes, chest like thing the yeah the fist to the chest oh, dude we did that constantly and then and the arms out after yeah um I mean he was he was my number one wrestler in wwe at that time which i know was a weird time but that was my guy dude like that was it was bret hart and razor ramon those are my, when the, like when he turned from a heel to a baby face it was like my favorite thing ever and the the one two three kid feud i mean like there's so much to talk about and then he did the nwo <laughs> it's right. like unreal how much this guy did in the business it, it's amazing that he was so good at razor ramon that people forget he wasn't a main eventer at all he was never in a main event and not not to say that he wasn't an important no, he, i mean he was in the main event he fought bret hart for the title at royal rumble i believe um but i think but even that then that was, was the royal rumble you know <laughs> but yeah but back then i mean yokozuna fought, yeah. I won the title then he had royal i mean Pete, um macho man or sorry sergeant slaughter won the world title at royal rumble like that royal rumble main event wasn't like now like back right. then, there was only four pay per views or whatever. So, but I, but I, I do think that because he uh, fought Bray when Sean won the Rumble, so I feel like that was kind of around the time when it did start to. But either way, my my point more being like you know obviously he never won the world title, and generally he was that you know he wasn't the main event. He was at best the co-main event, and he was he still remembered. He, he main evented teaming with Ric Flair against. Uh, what ended up being Mr. Perfect and Macho Man. It was supposed to be Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man. Right. So, I mean, he was 
main event adjacent, and they definitely and, pulled that, you. But, but that's what I mean is that yeah. he, his, the character is so good, the run, everything about him is so good that it's not main event adjacent. We think of him as the guy right. because he was the D- coolest guy despite, on the planet. B- despite the fact that he he wasn't the guy. Right, exactly right. All right, I think I've got it. At least I'm going to be close. So let's let's set this up because uh, AJ shared it out earlier in the week. For those that weren't with us six years ago, God, how long have we done this stupid show? Long time. September 29th, 2016. Here's the backstory. Um, Scott Hall, for those that don't know, was born in Little Hollywood, Maryland. And I did not know that. So like, when I saw that Scott Hall was coming to do an MCW thing, I'm like, out in Hollywood, Maryland. Why in the F would Scott Hall... Come do MCW in tiny Hollywood, Maryland. And so I found out he was from here. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to take a shot. I'll reach out. I'll see if he'll call in. And like the day before the show, we were taping. This is when, by the way, this is another world. We all used to get together to do this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the day before, I get an email from Scott Hall. And it says, I'll call in. Okay, that doesn't really, like, you don't have a phone number, you don't have a, you know, so I follow back, and I'm like, could we call you, what time might work, you know, we're taping tomorrow from, I don't know, we used to tape the show after my show, it might have been 1230 to 2, whatever it was, I I send it back, I hear nothing back, I'm like, well, and I sort of say to the guys, I'm like, hey, there's a small chance that Scott Hall is going to call us, but it's a small chance, and we're in the middle of taping the show, and suddenly the phone rings, and sure enough, because Aaron used to sit in the producer's chair, it's Scott Hall. And I mean, we, like I knew it was possible, so we realized it was Scott Hall. And there was no, you know, hey guys, I, I, I'm, I'm good to do it, but I only get, sometimes you'll get this from people. Like, I can do this, but I only have like 15 minutes, right? Like, none of that. He was in a, Aaron's like, he's in a good mood, he's happy. We put him on. And we we shot the S with him for a couple minutes even before we started recording, right? It's like right. We I, I think we all kind of had this idea. It's like, all right, we're gonna you know, it's Scott Hall. We're gonna you know, we want to ask him some kind of big so questions, much. but we want to start with some some fun stuff, right? Some just to get him going to loosen him up a little bit, a hundred percent. And we are freaking out because this is how obsessed we are. Remember, AJ would wear this Scott Hall jacket everywhere at a certain point in his life, including to WrestleMania, if I remember correctly, right? Definitely wore a shirt. I can't remember if it was the jacket, but yeah. I think, uh, all right, anyway, he definitely wore the shirt. For sure he wore the shirt. So we're so excited. We're having such a good time, and he's in a good mood, and he's killing it. I mean, he's just, we're, I mean, we are throwing high fives because we're sitting around talking to Scott Hall, and he's into it, and we're having a good time. And then suddenly, <laughs> it all changes, and I don't know exactly where I'm going to pick it up, but I'm going to pick it up in the neighborhood. No, I don't want the TJP music. I invite you guys to come down and say hi. I'm fixing to run out the door. I'm going down the street to DDP's house. His old lady's my hairstylist. Oh. I'm going to get my hair fried, dyed, and parted on the side so I look sweet this week. And I want to invite everybody to come down to the Hollywood Volunteer Fire Department this Saturday for Maryland Championship Wrestling. Come out and say hello to the bad guy. I don't even have to do the Thanks, plugs. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, you, guys. You got to run. For everything. All right. Appreciate Thanks, Scott. All right. So there you go. <laughs> that was the <laughs> and re-listening to it? I, you could just hear my like the, the all of the color go out of my face. 
Yes. Like, oh no, you're you're really going. <laughs> you're really leaving. Yeah, I thought maybe you were just trying to tell us you only had another minute or two, and to, to speed up the process. No, you're you're really. He said thanks, guys, three times. <laughs> he was very clear. Nope. Thanks, guys. I'm out. Uh, and yet, like, this is the type of thing that we should be angry about, right? Like, it's the type of thing. But even in the moment, we couldn't be that angry because what he said was so cool. <laughs> like, it was the coolest way anyone's ever bagged out of an interview five minutes in in the history of time. I got to go get my hair fried, dyed, and parted to the side. I'm like, God <laughs> Damn, you're cool. Oh, like we all looked at each other like we want to be mad at him, but we couldn't even be mad at him because it was such a cool, as I said on Twitter, it's a top two moment in the history of the show and it ain't number two. Like it was that, it was so memorable that we went back to it a million times over the years that even the guy that hung up on us continued to be the coolest human being that ever lived. Um, there was There is so little... Um, that could be said about a Maryland native. Um, so little more that we could possibly say about Maryland native Scott Hall. Um, man, may, may he rest in peace. And oh, oh, It just sucks. Just just yeah. sucks. All right. Um, you want to cover NXT quickly before we get to AEW? Or... Yeah, I think so. We can knock that out pretty quickly, right? Okay, so... Is, is there much to say? Speak, speaking of... Cora Jade is not a thing. Well, okay, there's that. I'm going to go... <laughs> I, the, the bigger story to me, remember back... Remember how angry they were about the fact that they lost in the ratings to AEW? Oh, yeah. It's real weird that they wouldn't do more do things... Do what they're doing now? Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, Particularly when you had Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and all these people that you would actually want to see wrestle Dolph Ziggler and Rey Mysterio and uh, AJ Miz. Styles and all these yeah. people. And and by the way, if you had done that and you had those guys that aren't there right now and all these people that you've injected, how crazy would a takeover have been at one of these bigger markets, 10,000 tickets easy. Not that I necessarily wanted easy. Not that I necessarily wanted that to be a takeover. And I would I would argue I I I purposely would not have wanted that to be a takeover. But the the point is is simple. Now, and again, the reports this week are they they are looking to do this every week moving forward is have stars from Raw show up on NXT. Now? N- now you want to do that? You didn't think that was something you should do when you were worried about a ratings battle? That you literally decided you would blow up an entire brand over in the midst of a pandemic. That wasn't the time to do it. Now is the time to do that. Boy, that is rich. Also, also now is the time to do a thousand matches on TakeOver instead of four when you're doing it at noon before WrestleMania. Well, there's that. There's also, you know... Now you're going to do this when the whole point of NXT 2.0 is like we're not doing these older, experienced guys right. anymore. We're right. doing we have the to get younger, younger, developmental younger, guys. Younger, younger. And you can make the argument that actually does, from that standpoint, makes it make more sense. They they need people to work with that are experienced in order to get them better, right? Like that was the yeah, value. That only helps. I mean, they did that. They did that before, right? They would bring Cesaro down or whatever, or they would bring. Like when I say before, I mean really early on. Right. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, but that—that's the thing. Is like they would do that. But honestly, part of it was the NXT star would usually go over. 
And in this case, so far, it hasn't been. Well, Cesaro well, beat Sami Sami Zayn like four times or something, right? Well, they well, they uh, they split the series. I think Sami eventually won like overall, but they they went back and forth. But I'm but I'm talking about it. This isn't about the rub. This is about legitimately they have to. Yes, these people right. legitimately need someone more experienced, and you didn't right. have yes. to do that part in the old NXT because those those people were not so green. Like they they were actual professional wrestlers that could work. These are really green performers. Like you have to have somebody right. down. Right. When you put Ridge Holland with Johnny Gargano, right? That was the same as putting him with Dolph Ziggler. Exactly right. right. That, right. They don't. They, those options are fewer and further between now um, with this new NXT concept. Which again doesn't mean that it should always be NXT guy versus Raw guy or something like that. Like that's nuts. But I get it. Like you almost have to do more of this because you need veteran people for these people to be working with, and you got rid of all of those guys with a couple exceptions. So it's it goes it, you know, it goes back to you made a bunch of decisions that we knew then made no sense, and they've all come back to roost, and now you've just created more cluster Fs. Like what is NXT still? Still, what is it? What is this thing as a company? At a point, I said it was a functional wrestling show a couple weeks ago, and it was. Now you're kind of blowing that up in favor of the Dolph Ziggler hour. And, like, I like Dolph Ziggler as much as the next guy, but is this the really... Show was, the show was pretty good, though. Did it, you... It, it, I, I thought the show was very good. I, I do think that if you think about what they're doing, you could say maybe they shouldn't be doing some of this stuff, but it didn't make the show less entertaining. Like, if you give me Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar, I don't care what you do on the rest of the show. Um, I want to see that. I thought Dolph Ziggler and um, L.A. Knight was a very good match. Like, I, I think the way they're using him in this short-term thing is actually very effective. I thought Dolph Ziggler versus L.A. Knight was one of the few compelling things about the show the other night. I mean, I just didn't. I, I was not compelled by much. Now, maybe part of that is my inability to dismiss what is this? Like, what am I watching? You could say that might be part of it, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what? I don't know how I'm supposed it, it, to turn that off. So, to me, it's just like it's a bunch of good individual segments that in no way fit together as a show right now. That is a very good description. What were the other good individual segments to you the other night? I, I mean, I, I enjoyed. It wasn't long. I enjoyed the A Kid Kushida thing. Yeah, that was. You know, I, I'll say that, that was. was I was more plus than minus on that. I'll give you that. I mean, I think it was Cameron Grimes match was was really good. I don't even remember who Cameron Grimes fought. He lost to. Um, now I can't even think of who it yeah, was. I, but. I don't remember thinking it was very. Uh, it was was it Escobar? Or was it? Yes, that's yeah, who it was. Escobar. Thank you. Um, but but they immediately do the Rey Mysterio thing. It makes me not think about that at all. I, I thought the Champa Tony D'Angelo was a, a functional wrestling segment. You know, I guess. I don't except care about Tony that's D'Angelo. the problem. Well, like, and that's the problem. You know, I'm just you know again like lots of it's, little things. It's so like, unworthy of that that like that's like who that, played, that to me played worse than the Grayson Waller Gargano. oh my god far worse like that was a giant anything. the way that they were playing that was that something significant something was about co- or at least cool like right, at least something right. we'd be like alright yeah that's a neat moment you know what I mean like, like I, I'm not gonna lie do you know what part of me thought it almost was gonna be and, and, and we could talk about whether this would matter or whatever 
But part of me was like, oh, they don't have Cody, Tommaso Ciampa against Seth Rollins. Like, I thought that that might even been uh, what, like, maybe he's really leaving and that they just wanted to give him a mo, you know, or whatever. And it was convenient because they have Cody. But for it to be Tony D'Angelo, well, they were set it, just they were setting it up like a big, like a like literally like Johnny right. Gargano was coming back. Right. They yeah, were right. setting yes. it up as though something significant was happening, and then Tony effing D'Angelo, who I don't hate and I want to like, but is so unworthy of this, like this this potential final Tommaso Ciampa match in NXT. You're seven. Oh God, no, no. This is not something that Tony D'Angelo is worthy of, and it made it awful. It went from what I would agree with you would have been a functional wrestling segment to, I want to puke. Like, I can't believe yeah, this is yeah. happening. I was, yeah, that, that was upsetting that that's who that was. I was, I was, I was like, because the whole time I was like, who is worthy of this? Like, who, who is, who could possibly come out right now? And like, I did think maybe they had Gargano in their back pocket and they were going to do some kind of, you know, thing or whatever, but yeah, uh, it can't be that. <laughs> it can't be that. It's really bad, man. It was really, really bad. I, I mean, if you guys are digging it, you guys are digging. It. I thought they had a functional wrestling show going three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and I, I think the Dolph Ziggler should have been a very a, a blip on the radar in order to move things forward to something that actually mattered. This. Well, what's a blip though? Is a month a blip? Uh, not through WrestleMania, like not through him winning the belt and and being that. that but, it is, but it is a can. Okay, but but to be fair, I do see why they wanted to do something like that for for that weekend because nobody else has been built to the point. Like maybe if you say they did Braun Breaker, L.A. Knight, or something like those are their two biggest. I mean, you could stunts. have done Braun Champa again, but you've already done it so many times. I mean, I guess you could do it, but like. It, it it I understand them feeling like there was the need to do something, whether they were successful in achieving their goal or not is a whole other conversation. But like I could see why they thought they had to do something else. You know what I mean? Just because the takeovers of your were like no freaking brainers. You know what I mean? Like we knew that takeover that we went to was going to sell out the Barclays Center. Like there was no question about. And I know they only want 5,000 people to go, but we talked about this four or five months ago. Like, I don't know if that would sell 5,000 tickets if it came to nah, Maryland. And, right I, and I've, I've strong. What, it, Maryland's a different argument. They're doing it in WrestleMania week when there's tens of, there's 100,000 wrestling fans in town. Like, they had no but problem. I'm just saying in general, if they don't think it can draw. It, like just period. You're like, trying to if, convince me that they that Dolph Ziggler is making the difference, and I'm not giving you that. There is I no world. Going because no, they need something. I think it makes a difference between Grayson Waller and Dolph Ziggler. I do think there's a big difference. I, I mean, I don't know what you think tangibly that number is. I, I if, if there are a thousand people that are buying a ticket to an event because Dolph Ziggler is there, I will. I mean, I I'll, I'll eat this piece of paper sitting in front of me. Like I I, I am not I've. I can't even fathom throwing that out there, right? Like, I, I mean, he sold out three nights at Caroline's on WrestleMania weekend. So, you know what? You, you got a great point. He's whatever that means. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, if 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 you're saying that, like, if their confidence is so low in this product right now, drawing that that they don't think even the people who you would hand out. And by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if they literally do this. If you're out there handing out tickets on the street and 
you don't think that person would even go in the building and you need a reason for them to go in the building with a free ticket, Dolph Ziggler could be that reason. I mean, if if that's where we are, they should blow up the entirety of the show. I mean, there's no but point to the brand. how are we not brand. there? Well, that, I was, you, I was, you think the show draws? I, I don't think the I show think would draw it, anything. It, if it, I think they want that. You keep saying that. There's 100,000 wrestling fans in Dallas. They, like This notion that they're all just going to say no is silly. I get it. Nobody is obsessed with this NXT product. But all they got to do is pull a small percentage of people away in order to show up. That's it. It's a tiny percentage of the wrestling fans that are there. There are... There are I'm trying to think of other of comparable shows. Um, there, there are... They run for the what was the Ring of Honor Orlando show, Aaron? Where was that? That was in Lakeland. Lakeland, right? But what what kind of building was it? Oh, it was. Uh, I, I, they probably got five thousand people for it. Or so. I, I don't think it's that hard to get five thousand people that are there at WrestleMania weekend to go do much of anything, like at all. And the notion that Dolph Ziggler is making a noticeable dent in how many tickets they sell. If that's the case, why are you using Dolph Ziggler on your real product? We, we can't have all of these things be true. They don't think Dolph Ziggler matters, clearly. So to suddenly believe that he's going to matter to get people to show up for something else, then you've got a bigger problem. Why haven't you used Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> By the way, the, uh, the Supercard of Honor that went up against NXT in New Orleans and, uh, we went through 6100 where was that 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 was in new orleans it but was wasn't going, it like it well was, outside of town it. wasn't it yeah yeah it was yeah. like it was a ways away outside of town now that one i believe was a bit more of a loaded card wasn't it yeah that 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 had kenny that had you know that was in the midst of a lot of the elite stuff right, so yes correct. it was an incredibly so loaded I, I don't, card I don't but, know. But, but the point being but if they add Rey Mysterio that, to this show, then they're definitely trying to do yes, that. Yes, Rey Mysterio right? would be a massive... A much bigger deal. Yes, it would be quite obvious that Rey Mysterio would be about selling tickets. because Rey, Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar would be a stunt booking for yeah. wrestling fans. Right, correct. Sure. The, the, I mean, not that they can't move it. It would be a little weird to have Rey Mysterio wrestling on NXT that afternoon and then wrestling... Again at night. Uh, yeah, at yeah, WrestleMania it, that it, night. Be, of course, they can move it. Everything, you know, that's not a big they thing. They could just move him to the next uh, day. I don't, I don't know if you heard. They don't right. really have anything going on on saturday night at wrestlemania Aaron? they they might not be able to move it i i, I not this is this has just been insane i mean this has just been complete why, why did you put walter on nxt at all what what is any of this what is this show now Wait, who's That's Walter? the question yes. right there. Yeah. Who's Walter? Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. But, okay. No, but but the, that is the question I, that they need to answer really, really quickly. And what is this show? Because the thought, bum, again, oh, the bummer is it was becoming something. Right. That's the thing. Six weeks ago, we thought, okay, they have an answer to that question. Whether or not you like it, it you know, is a little irrelevant. But right. they have an answer to what is this show. And now I don't know what that answer is. I, in fairness, I don't really know that they know. I, I think there's one thing they understand in the entirety of the company, and that's Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. So, I think well, I think they also understand what they have in Brock Breaker. I think I think they get that that's that ultimately getting him ready is more important than anything else. I I, um, I guess. I mean, I, right? I guess. But but can we just say real quickly though? Um, first of all, but I, you know, I'm going to add one more. Let me add something back to that. They, if they think that Braun Breaker is about to be their next John Cena, I'm going to argue against that too. I like Braun Breaker. I think there's a lot to like there, but 
I, I have not seen anything that Braun Breaker is a future face of the company. I think but, he's but a, he could be Batista before Batista was a movie star. I, maybe I might be willing to give you that. I, I might be I might be willing to incline, but I wouldn't be building. So if the thought here was we have Dolph Ziggler be the guy in order to, I, we're going way too far over one guy that I don't think is that to sell. Redo your entire television program over what you think needs to happen for one guy. I'm, I don't think Braun Breaker is a guy that needs to have that happen for him. I think Braun Breaker can be Batista whether or not he gets to win a belt in front of a big audience on WrestleMania weekend. I don't think that makes any difference whatsoever. And I don't think that doing it makes him more significant moving forward. Well, I mean, it, it, by the way, all of the thought that probably went into this was, what are we doing with Dolph Ziggler? Absolutely nothing. Uh, that's the best guy doing absolutely nothing that we have. Why don't we throw him down here for a cup of coffee? Like they did with AJ for three weeks or whatever. You know, like this is the most significant. Now, the Ray Mysterio thing makes no sense. That The only thing that makes sense about that is they want him to fight Santos Escobar, which we've talked. By the way, how crazy would it be if <laughs> my little bullshit thing I threw out a year ago, um, oh, Dominic, Do- Dominic turning into, on Ray to join Santos? Yes. Like... <laughs> That's that's in, that could be in play now. You never know. Maybe. But oh, by the way, Dominic definitely belongs on NXT. I mean, like if you if you told me that you reorganized this so that Dominic could go to NXT and then you use Rey Mysterio in a way that he's with him, but you know there's a storyline there for a minute, but then breaks off. That's the best way to do that so that you don't have the Dominic Ray problem on the main roster. You know what I mean? Like if they did something. It sort of played out, but then now they're not on. Now they're on different universes. Like I don't know. Anyway, I, I, do we think Rey Mysterio is going to be on Takeover? I, I I don't know how you can tease that and not do it. Uh, because that's because you're reading too much into something. It was yeah. really nothing more than just having him show up for the sake of having him show up. Well, yeah. the, the I, I, don't, down, I don't. think, oh, you think on so? Takeover. Okay. I mean, I, I, if you if you want to tell me that. In a, on just an NXT, we're getting that match. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're getting that. <laughs> do you think you're wasting? You're wasting that. If you, I don't think a... they're caring about Takeover. They're actually no. I know they don't care about Takeover. Okay. I mean, you say that. <laughs> I, I. They sure doing though, aren't acting right. Like that they care that about that it. I that I I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with that at all. All right, let's let's move on. Let's because I don't want to spend too much time today. I want to get back to watching basketball. Frankly, um, let's cover uh, AW this week, and and obviously there being two two things that in particular stand out. One to me for good reasons, one for bad reasons. The good, of course, being Thunder Rosa. Um, all about everything about that paid off quite well. I'll go back to the same thing before. I don't think Thunder Rosa is a long-term champion. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. I think the question becomes, as I said before, I don't like the idea of doing this to suddenly spin Britt Baker into Jade Cargill because that essentially makes this your secondary championship the moment you do it. So I I would almost prefer that they just go back to Britt Baker at some point and that, as I've said before, this was really about the moment for Thunder Rosa and less about her being a long-term champion. Um, It still created a really good professional wrestling moment, and I'm all in favor of really good professional wrestling moments. Yeah, I I agree with you. It doesn't have to be Rosa for long. And I am wondering, you're right, the the Bridge Athey, I don't think you need to go. I wonder, can you, is Britt the one person you can go 
and create compelling storylines without the title because she is Britt Baker. Can you have her, uh, you know, take on Paige Van Sand? Yeah, they're both heels, so probably not that. Can you have, you know, for for a little bit of a cycle, could you do something where uh, Britt's teaming with, you know, doing something with Adam Cole with Keith Lee and Mia Yim, something along those lines, you know, kind of keep her away from any title picture for a while before getting to whatever it is. And then you can use now that Thunder is the champion again, she doesn't have to be along, but use that to elevate somebody else. So it's not that stranglehold that we've been seeing something along those lines. So I think the first question there is, can you keep and I'm trying to say this carefully. Can you make sure that what you're doing with Thunder Rosa is relevant, right? Like, that, can right. you prevent this from becoming a situation where someone wins the championship? And, and I mean this with all due respect, where it sort of is how you're treating your men's championship right now, where someone wins the belt and then suddenly the belt just doesn't feel like it matters all that much because you're not creating another compelling storyline that's super important and feels big coming out of it. So if the idea is that Paige Van Zant is, is yes, the person yeah. that's supposed to do that... I think you're dancing a little bit with with how much Paige Van Zant matters. Like I get it, she's attractive and that got a lot of attention and and maybe is still irrelevant enough that it can work, but I don't think Paige Van Zant was as big a, like I if they think that Paige Van Zant is Ronda Rousey light, I would say it's more like Ronda Rousey light 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 light. You know, like you got to put a couple more separators in there in order to get the Paige Van Zant just because of how irrelevant she really was as a fighter. So I, I I think it's tricky if what you're saying is Dan Lambert can make up the difference in that. You know, who maybe, maybe, you know what I mean? Like it, it's totally possible that Dan Lambert can be the difference maker in making Paige Van Zant so relevant on day one that you could have that be a super relevant thing for Thunder Rosa to do for a little while. Um, can can they? Yeah, of course. The answer to your question, yes, of course they can. Will they? We'll find out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing I just keep coming back to is that if it, you know, which I, again, if it is a short term thing with Thunder Rosa and it goes right back on Brit, I, you know, I have no problem with that. It's Brit Baker; she's great. Yep. She deserves to be a champion. But then you have the same problem where it's just this stranglehold at the top with these two titans. And no, you know, it's hard to create a division when you have two complete titans having a stranglehold. Could you use this as a way to start to really, truly create a division? Perhaps, yeah. I mean, per- perhaps. I, I, and that's why I'm not, I'm not. I would agree. I don't. Not telling you. I think it has to go back to Britt Baker quickly. I, I would love if they could keep it relevant with enough for Thunder Rosa to make it a relevant reign. I struggle with that, and not knowing who that other person is at the moment. Um, like I know they think they've made Serena Deeb a thing, but no, they haven't. I mean, she's just not. I'm sorry. Um, can they get back to a place like that with with Sheeta, where she can become relevant again? Maybe, maybe. Can they elevate the bunny. <sighs> it's tougher. Like she has the tools. We yep. like her enough that if you'd use it right, yes. But again, she's in a you know, bad place right now. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, did Ruby Riot die or or what? You know, <laughs> like what, what's what's going on with her? So she was the biggest thing ever when she came in, right? Certainly. And what I would suggest, maybe repackaging as her as a heel right now, and maybe she's the one that takes yeah. the belt off of Thunder Rosa because that could keep that relevant. Um, and and maybe at that point, it, like that might be a place where you could get away with 
doing a Jade versus Brit thing, you just got to be really careful because Jade versus Brit is the match, and so you got to make sure what you're doing with your championship match matters as much or at least close to that so you're not diminishing your own top title in the process. Or yeah, at some... Oh, go ahead. Well, or at some point, just acknowledge, yeah, no, nah, we've changed our mind. This is the real championship now. Well, yeah, and I think that that would almost be the thing. Is like, it, obviously, if they're going to Brit vs. Jade, they are saying, if not permanently, this is the title that matters right now. Is we're we're looking at this one, and it's it's why I'm trying to you know come up with other things for Brit to do in the meantime because I think that that deserve that shouldn't be anytime really soon that Brit vs. Jade match. Um. I would say at the very earliest full gear. And so I'm, I'm kind of coming up in my head with things that she can do because she is, she can make things matter just being her without any titles on the line. So what could some of those things be? So, I mean, that's kind of for Brit. I mean, Brit could do, uh, isn't there maybe a story even with Jamie Hader or something, you know, with the, with, within her home group. I mean, with Jade Cargill, there's a thousand people that could fight her. I mean, the whole roster is full of baby face. Uh, you just have to elevate somebody, <laughs> right? I mean, like, I, they're doing something weird with Chris Statlander, right? There was a weird, um, there was a weird little promo video of suggesting she might be changing characters or something. Um, you've got Sheeta back, which I think you assume she's going to go over Serena Deeb in this feud. She better. She damn well better. <laughs> yeah, and then you have a significant person there that can do something. Um, I think that's probably where you go with Jade Cargill, right? You do Sheeta and no, I, I I don't. I mean, she's got to do something. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I again, I, I'm Mia Yim's probably coming in soon. Oh, is that a real thing? Oh, we, when I suggested that Keith Lee Mia Yim thing, I'm, I'm under the assumption it's yeah, going I mean, to happen. That, it wouldn't make point. a whole lot of sense for her not. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and that's why I, you know I think that could be you know keep Britt Baker and truly star if you if it was Keith Lee and Mia Yim versus Adam Cole and obviously there's a lot of stuff going on with Cole right now. But if you want but to do that, that would be something. I, I would I would big. I would go back to two things. I would go back to one. It really. It makes less sense that they have a secondary women's championship than that they have an intergender championship or that they would have a trio. I didn't champion. say championship. No, I. But I am. I'm flat out saying it. You have a bloated ass roster. You're just throwing more people into every segment that you can possibly throw in. You could kind of help some of that and give it more direction with an intergender tag championship or with a trios championship, like. Either one of those things would greatly help your bloated-ass roster, which can't really hold up to women's belts, but could definitely do those things. So that would be what I would do if I were AEW, to try to address the roster problem, the crunch, the, the, the bloated nature of it. And that, like again, to say you could do a one-time Keith Lee, Mia Yim versus um, Adam Cole and Britt Baker match. Like you could do it and it would be fine and it'd be relevant, but it would be more relevant if that was your way of introducing an intergender belt. Um, and that would solve your problem in a lot of ways moving forward with this just giant monstrosity of a roster that you're dealing with. So that would kind of be my suggestion. The other thing on the bad side, <laughs> I'm not even going to Jericho. We'll get to Jericho. Oh, okay. I'm going the other way. Um, you decided to blow up the most important program you had in your company, do nothing to help anybody except Wardlow. 
Oh. And then yeah. two weeks later, you told us that Wardlow is the single dumbest human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> right, right. So you're going to need to explain to me how any of this works for anyone or how this is anything other than just really awful for the sake of doing it. Well, also, well, wait, also it didn't work on the crowd because they were chanting for CM Punk, not Wardlow. Well, that that was the big problem there is you didn't do it in a good enough way because otherwise, like, MJF screws him is the critical, you know, but, that's But the there's a way to do it, which is that, right. that exactly. Wardlow has already figured out all of the things that he knows MJF better than anybody does. And I know exactly what MJF is going to attempt to do. I'm going to overcome all of those things, be set up to win this match, and then at the last second, there's MJF is such an evil genius that he figures something else out. They didn't do that. Right. They just set him up, it, and, and as if he's the stupidest person that's ever lived, I know what I'll be able to do. I'll go out there in a one-on-four situation where we know MJF and Sean Spears are also going to come out, and somehow I'll overcome all of those things to win the championship. You're just an idiot. Well, not, like, not only that, it takes away the impact of the the screw job or whatever when there's already four guys. Correct. Out there. Well, yeah that that was the that was the bad part. Well, there's two bad parts. Like what they should have done is. You know, you you have one of them, either MJF or Spears, come out. Wardlow, you know, knocks them off, and then the other one comes from behind. So it is strictly numbers. Like he knows it's coming, and it's just strictly a numbers thing. They didn't even really do that. They didn't do anything, and then they tried to like make it seem like it was a big deal that MJF was paying off Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert's client was in a championship match. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, that's what I didn't understand. That's... What, shouldn't it be the other way? A hundred percent. Like what? what? MJF is paying Dan Lambert to make sure his client wins the championship match. <laughs> that was the part I could I, I I had to laugh at. I was like, wait a second. This was horrible. This was Or maybe maybe Dan Lambert is like the greatest manager ever where he can get someone to pay him to have to help uh keep his title. Do the thing maybe that I already wanted to it. do. Like you well, and there's a by the way, there's another problematic thing that that, that introduces, which is that the title is like three layers down in what's important and what was occurring, too, because because they're fighting for the title, but the only thing that mattered is that they paid off the guy to beat up the other guy. Uh, wait, say that one more time. <laughs> well, like, like no, but I, I'm saying like it's a title match, but like it was nothing nothing right, about yes. any of that was about the title right, which goes like back the, to how irrelevant that you know face of the revolution is like it, it speaks to that they don't they, it's just something they needed to blow off like it's we got to do this so we'll do it but we don't want to do it um here's how we'll do it we'll make it completely irrelevant one week after somebody else won the championship that you won a a, a number one contenders match in order to com- compete for it, it's insane i mean every layer of it is insane and then even to the manager of the guy who's holding the title, beating up Wardlow was the most important part. Right, we didn't really care about winning the championship. We cared about getting this money for, like... I, right. It's just so unbelievably stupid. I, I, I can't... And again, nobody wants to say it. We just... We just accept it. It, the, it, was, it was asinine. This entire segment was completely asinine. At the end, I, I get... It ends justify the means. We're going to get Wardlow versus MJF. Oh, okay, but we didn't need a whole lot in order to get Wardlow versus MJF. 
were going through a lot of motions to get to a match that was incredibly obvious from moment one. And we've hurt MJF in the process for where he should be at this point. So, and didn't help CM Punk in any way. But other than all of that, nailed it. Nailed it. Just knocked it all out of the park. I, I'm I'm befuddled, man. I'm be, I, The only thing I know is that as of this week, I just have to assume that Wardlow isn't worthy of being considered a rele- relevant threat to MJF because if he's so stupid that he put himself in a one-on-six situation, then he's just going to continue to be that stupid moving forward, and MJF is far too smart for him. He is not worthy of being considered somebody that can beat MJF. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you kind of nailed it there. It's like everything, if, if you take a big step back and you look at it just as like, you know, straight, A does this to B, B does this to C, and, and you know, you get where you're going, and all of it makes sense. It's just that the details, once you look closer, is like you're not doing the A to B, B to C part correctly. Uh, you're not doing it even close to correctly. You're not. I mean, you're doing like A to Q, and then Q to the the Batman symbol. You know, like you're just it, none, it makes zero sense. And prioritizing Wardlow over MJF, they've already told you was like they've already come out and said we prioritize Wardlow over MJF, but we don't actually care about Wardlow. They did nothing to help Wardlow at all in this process. Badass. Just and then he'll probably powerbomb MJF 10 times and they think that it uh, erases everything. Yeah, correct. That's that's all that matters. And then fine, let's let's wrap with the Jericho thing. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say. I, I, I Nothing changed for me this week. Um, you know, everything that I felt about it a week ago, I still feel about it after the... I, I mean, God, could this have gone on any longer? Yeah. Like, what... This what? is also the, this is the thing. This is sort of like in the realm of the thing I was saying weeks ago when we were talking about how could they fix Cody Rhodes? Like, well, a way to make a heel is to make them seem like they're WWE or something, Which you know. Right. And that that was exactly what this is. But like, <sighs> just do that. Just take that part out of it. I'm not interested in it, but fine, we'll just do that, right? Like, it's not interesting. They did this for 20 minutes. It wasn't well, and, but you know what the response is going to be, right? What? Well, this is the Triple H 20-minute segment. This is what they're supposed to do. They're sports entertainers now. So they, what they're going to do is treat every negative as if it's a shot at WWE. When, in fact, it's just 20 minutes of, of craziness. And that's I, – I think I, I tweeted something like this. This is not going to be good almost certainly. It, but if anyone can pull it off, it's Jericho. So I'm going to give them the slight open door there. But this type of thing where it's going to devolve into just a lot of shots towards WWE, it, it so rarely works. Almost, it's so Almost never. Works. Almost never. By the way, did you see the uh, the Disco Inferno thing the other day? Yes. The, there are a lot of Disco Inferno things. Okay. Which one in this so case? Th- this one in particular. Daniel Garcia. The, quote, the problem is they got too many guys, right? That we don't know what their characters are, and they get a lot of TV time, whether it's Wheeler Yuta or Daniel Garcia. He's a good wrestler, yes. So is everybody else on the roster. I, I still am confused with Daniel Garcia. He's with heel guys from NXT, but those guys are constantly being talked about like major players on the show, and I can't really describe them to anybody. If they're asking me, hey, who is Daniel Garcia? Like, well, he's one of the guys. <laughs> he's, well, he's, 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 he's a WWE superstar he's, now. He's in the main or event he's a, a lot. Entertainer. I'm like, my God, I can't believe that Disco Inferno is saying the of, exact of all same, guys. Of the exact I, same I thought, thing. I thought you were going to go where when he, he went on another, like, 
pseudo maga rant. No, oh, I mean that. By the way, I, I'm not sure that that's the guy that I want to be agreeing with, but like, <laughs> right. I mean, he's a hundred percent right about this. That they were like, these guys are going to use their real names now, and then they still had like cheesy nicknames. Yeah. Well, well, no, they they that was that was one that was the one thing that jumped out at me as their that was a WWE shot because it wasn't their real names. It's they were using their real names, and this is WWE changing names for no reason. I, that's what I took out of that. Show. I, I think they were trying too hard. I think no, they that were. That was their yeah. real names, right? No, they they were using their real names. Wait, what? Their real names before they were using these names are not their real names. I thought they just called them 2.0. I didn't even know. Yeah, they I, 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 I got to be I didn't know they had names. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so these names now are made up. Yes. Got it. Yes. I, I t- and I took that as a shot, you know, coming off of the butch thing of we're just changing your names because that's what you do as sports entertainers. Whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Right. Like I said, look, great performers have made this work before. Mick Foley turned a pro WCW gimmick in ECW into a great thing. Jericho, if anyone can do it, it's Jericho. I just don't have a lot of faith. Yep. Um, I'm, I, it, and it, it's just not and the bigger problem is I'm not interested in seeing it next week so the bar for which to make me interested is very high like it, it is it's going to be so difficult to reach that bar because I loathe the idea of that being something that I have to continue to watch for a little while but that's what we're doing that's what we're doing alright uh, we good can we just can we get the basketball yeah. now All yeah. right, thank you yep. plugs Aaron uh, check out VEASAN. Of course, we have, you know, if you're looking for some late bets, obviously a lot of bets still coming out. We have our March Madness guide out. It's just $3.99 on VEASAN.com. And if you pay, it's less than $20 for all access, best to everything VEASAN does from the shows to the guides, all the bets, all the information you could want. Check it out on VEASAN.com and follow me on Twitter at DA Oster. Uh, Brandon. So we just announced Limp Biscuit at the I, I, uh, Chesapeake. What's the name of this place? Chesapeake, Chesapeake Employers Insurance. No, the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena. There you go. On May fifteenth, uh, tickets are on Ticketmaster.com. So the, I'm, I'm by making, the time this comes out, they will be on sale. I'm making. So I'm making my producer because he lost a bet. Go to that show. <laughs> the way that I once had to go to. Um, the uh, the Smash Mouth concert. Oh, uh, he, well, oh well, this is way better than Smash Mouth. And it's by the way, you've got to go I, It's with definitely not it, way so. better. It might oh, be better. It's way better. It might it's be better. better. It ain't way better. You're it's you're doing better. a weird bit, man. You're oh, doing weird bit. It's, the, it's his show promoting. Let him promote it as not. I, no, I don't have. A, I know there are plenty of people that will go see Limp Bizkit, but better. I'm not. Oh boy. Significantly better. All right. All right. Let him promote his show, Significantly Glenn. better. I, I think that there's two different things. I think we're having two different conversations here. I, there are plenty of Olympic... There were plenty of Smash Mouth fans, by the way. My God, I couldn't believe how many people were there for that show. Anyway, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. At AJ Francis 410 for him. That's, uh, that's how you follow him. And go see him on uh, Saturday at MCW, mcwproWrestling.com to get your tickets. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Stick it up your yeah!